Think Fit, Be Fit, effective thinking for potent workouts. Think Fit, Be Fit is dedicated to creating a new conversation about your exercise. Our podcast helps to uncover how the fitness industry has misled us. And it will show you that if you believe in your ability to improve your body through exercise, you don't need to rely on diluted or shallow information. From there, you can then educate yourself about the thing you are trying to change, your body. Then by engaging in a process of self-mastery, you will discover the secrets of exercise. My name is Jen Schwartz. I'm the founder of Think Fit Be Fit podcast. As a full-time muscle activation technique specialist, strength and conditioning coach, and detail-oriented personal trainer, I developed this podcast to help ensure that your time in the gym is well spent and that you have the power of enhancing your exercise with effective thinking. This podcast is an educational resource designed for those who have overcome injury and want to stay healthy in the gym. I have seen miraculous changes in my clients, pain, discomfort, and their training progress by working on the health of their neuromuscular system. This podcast uncovers the tools that I have used repeatedly to help my clients consistently exercise without pain. If you are a person who has an injury, is unsatisfied with rehab, or has consistent struggles with staying on track with your training programs, you'll want to subscribe. And also if you're a trainer, a teacher, or a student that is looking to understand exercise science and apply it to a training thought process, you'll definitely want to subscribe. Please go to the iTunes store to subscribe and let other people know you are learning from this podcast with a review. You can find out more about my daily practices and tips on Instagram and Facebook at impact underscore your underscore fitness and sign up for the newsletter at impactyourfitness.net slash podcast. If you don't like something on the podcast, please reach out to me and let me know how I can improve it at Jen at impactyourfitness.net. So happy uh, December, listeners. It is officially holiday season. At the time of recording this, we have five, four Mondays left to Christmas and five till the new year. So that is crucial because we are talking about holiday stress, travel, and staying healthy. And by we, I mean Katie Wiggs. Uh, say hi to everyone, Katie, and tell them what you do and where you're from. And yeah. Right on. Um, so I'm Katie, uh, Katie Wiggs, and I am a mastery level MAT specialist and RX hand and foot specialist. Um, I also am a fitness coach and a health and life coach. So during this time of year is the biggest challenge, it always seems like, uh, getting ready for uh, the different factors of the holidays and, you know, the many uh, things that come up during this time, whether it's, like you said, stress, psychological, or keeping to your fitness program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like people get really busy. Like it's really hard to like get them on my schedule consistently during this time. Absolutely. Uh, Thanksgiving as well. <laughs> uh, I don't have quite that 
huge of a challenge um, in other months. So I'm pretty sure it's the holidays. And Katie and I are both muscle activation techniques specialists. That's where we met. And she actually lives in Indianapolis. I'm coming to you from Alexandria, Virginia. The thing that we have a unique perspective on is that we deal with people's like stress thresholds and like how well their exercise is, you know, either helping their body or hurting their body. And we look at very specific movements and how those areas that are moving can tolerate stress, force, um, repetitive movement. And so I, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to say that you probably have a correlation that you see stress in the body as an MAT specialist during this time of year. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, you know, stress plays a higher factor in many of things. And, you know, when you correlate it to the body or even just how people are responding to their healthy lifestyle they thought they had, mm-hmm. it just becomes a whole new factor of life and bringing them in and having the consistency and having, um, you know, the, the self power to just say, you know, I'm sticking to this no matter the stress and the outside things going on. Yeah. So is that, I don't know, hard headedness or work ethic a good thing or a bad thing sometimes do you know what I mean yeah I don't know you know I think it's kind of a it it could all be bad or good you know the holidays especially are supposed to be a really fun time for people where you get to go do activities see family some people travel some people just get to hang out at home and um you know, in a sense that that should be something that we all look forward to. And I don't Mm. know, I've seen it both ends where people stress out so much that they completely neglect their fitness and they completely neglect everything that they work so hard towards. And then equally, they feel like they're messing up. So then they overdo it. And they're almost doing just as much damage from overdoing Mm. to make up for lost time, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, listeners, look, here's the, here's the theme today. The holidays are fun. Happiness is foundational for health, but WTF is what, what is holiday stress doing to our body? Practical tips for holiday diet and training swings. And I put swings in there because we just don't know where, you know, our body and our, stress state or our mental state is going to be during this month. Like, um, so, you know, we're trying to give some context for how to talk to yourself and how to judge yourself during this time. And we're also going to come with some, uh, practical tips on maybe things you didn't think about. Um, they're, effective, um, sometimes simple ways to avoid uh, getting into a really bad slump in January or even February or even March. Um, I don't know that most people can like 
foresee that they could be building an injury that would occur in March and April because of running that they were starting in November and December because of holiday stress, you know, like, I don't know how to sell that kind of injury prevention, but like, it's definitely something I've seen before, like where the stress starts in one month and it compounds, um, through the next month because you're beating yourself up or you're, you know, you spent too much money and you can't get to your specialist or your doctor or whatever it is. Um, that stuff compounding and then all of a sudden like you've got an injury and so I you know if you want to listen if you're likely to fall prey to FOMO which I just call emotional decision making fear of missing out uh, fitness healing your body holistically means nourishing your body with holiday joy that's different than binging and you should listen if you want uh, you know that you need a plan and to plan ahead for gatherings or just utter holiday grief and for travel. You should also listen if you just want to avoid gaining 10 pounds, which I've definitely seen people put on during the holidays. And, uh, you know, if you want to not feel like garbage after the holidays, like January can be a pretty slow and depressing month. So, um I, yeah. So if you really just want to avoid that and you just need a few tips, like this is going to be a good listen. We're not going to dive too deep into like scientific stuff, but we're definitely going to talk about mindset and focus and uh, just little smart things that you can do. Um, yeah. It, anything you want to add, Katie? Uh, no, I'm right on board with that. Yeah. And I, you know, it's so funny. I do a little boot camp classes with some of my people and we work with the emotional decision making on a scale of like we have really cool t-shirts for you guys not to stop coming during this time of the year so <laughs> trying to like work on it backwards so oh that's good yeah right on page. <laughs> <laughs> um what so a little bit of like a light question like what is your holiday tradition like uh you know I'm very fortunate that my family is particularly active so for this past Thanksgiving, since I can possibly remember and generations before that, we start Thanksgiving with a hike. So it's like three nice. miles, the whole family goes out. And of course, there's the big dinners and all of that. Um, this year, particularly, we do a, there's a local race called the Drumstick Dash. For oh, I Wheeler saw your Mission. little picture. It was so cute. <laughs> yeah, so it was a nice like four and a half mile run. And it's just a nice way to kind of set the tone for what's about to happen. Because once you do something so positive like that, you don't mm -hmm. really want to go binge eat the rest of the day. So um, that's my Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's just all about games for us. So we kind of stick it away from the food element. Oh, nice. That is, um, yes. yeah, I don't, I did not have that. I was actually raised Jewish and with a side of cat, like Christmas. <laughs> um, so, and unfortunately, like I am in this category, like where my patterns of stress actually come out in like holiday grief. And, you know, I just sometimes holidays, um, you know, they, they're really good at showing you what you don't have, especially if you sit on social media for too long. So 
Um, just so you listeners know, like I've been there with that and like Katie's in Indiana, like she's been tempted with food and like, you know, like, and so we're kind of coming at this from like two different perspectives, don't you think? Um, and yeah, so I think this will be like, uh, a really good well-rounded way to look at holiday eating and traveling and trying to stay on track. So, um, let's go. Um, all right. I, uh, let's see, where should we start? I mean, let's say, you know, happiness back to that happiness is foundational for health, but, um, and the holidays are definitely full of happiness and joy and, um, but you know, what is the difference between like going to something and I don't know, like doing too much and like, and having fun, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. So we have to kind of identify like what is important for this because, I mean, you're teaching a boot camp. Do like people come in and like confess their like food sins and they're like, I ate a cupcake with, and then, three eggnogs, you know, like kick my butt today. Right. They do. They, do you still hear, do you hear yes. that in your class? What do you say to that? Oh man. Oh yes. Um, you know, I had the pleasure of working on black Friday. We taught some classes <laughs> for afterwards and I had to legitimately make the announcement that people needed to leave if they felt like getting sick. Like it was, it was pretty intense. <laughs> so, um, in that regard, yes. Like and it is kind of a fun way to look at it because, you know, when you think of this happiness, um, and I love how you bring up social media cause you know, you always hear that that is everybody's highlight reel. Mm-hmm. So when you're looking through it and you're like, Oh, this is 12 ways to make cheesecake and all of them look like the Grinch or whatever. <laughs> um, and you're supposed to partake in it or you're supposed to be Betty Crocker and, So, you know, something I tell them is you have to set boundaries to your happiness. So if fitness and being healthy makes you happy, then your happiness for an hour at an event is only going to make you feel worse back home. Yeah. And so I think it's like a lot of that realization of like self-happiness is very different than I'm in the spotlight and this is my one hour of glory where I could take pictures to put on Facebook Mm -hmm. or Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would guess baking contests are a really good way to like, (laughs) (laughs) look at all this sweat and tears I put into this one pretty cake and then I'm going to regret it as soon as I put it in my mouth. Like, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) that's exciting. And I don't know, it's good to be competitive, but that's also sad. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, so boundaries are a big one. I think if you go into the holidays knowing like what's at risk if you go too far, um, and that's one thing. So I, I think the term for that is the cost of inaction. Like, so if you don't set boundaries, like what is the cost? And for me, that cost is going to be uh, hangovers, a lack of progress in all of my workouts related and around that hangover and, um, lack of sleep. Uh, and 
I don't like I tend to like do too much. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> those of you who know me um, are probably giggling at that one because it's so true. So I tend to do too much. So I'll like just say, OK, I'm going to do I, I finish with my clients at 4 p.m. I'll change and be at that happy hour at 430. And then, you know, and then I'll like put something else on top of it. And then I have to write my show notes and like I I. I mm bad habit so my the cost of inaction for me like i have to really you know god i have to plan ahead to chill out you know i've recently not related to the holidays or travel like i've really had to um dive deep into some relaxation exercises and I even am taking a bath every night, which is something I've never done, y'all. Like, <laughs> like the candles, and uh, I'm now I'm looking forward to it. Anyways, relaxation's good. Know your boundaries, very good. <laughs> um, what about when you travel? Like, is that where it's like really smart to have an Airbnb instead of like staying at your aunt's house? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I. I love the topic of travel because whether I know a lot of times it happens during the holidays and we all have those loved ones who's like, Oh, you're so skinny and you need to eat everything. And <laughs> here's a cookie. Um, but you know, I have found that, um, a lot of the stress, even though we very much love our family and friends that we go see is actually kind of created by those same people at times. Mm. And like, so being able to disconnect and having like an Airbnb or even your own hotel, like hotel room where just for an hour or two before bed, you can digest what happened and reset your own self away from the chaos is a really helpful way to maintain. Yeah. You know, your own self-preservation I mean self-preservation boundaries uh that's worth the extra cost of a hotel for sure absolutely yeah because um I, you know we're obviously not you know mental health experts but I know for sure when you know, that's a big stressor is like not having your personal boundaries and your health boundaries up and uh, well communicated around your family um so um yeah my advice for people that don't have any clue what we're talking about with boundaries <laughs> um is to seek out professional help because it is a I, I believe a huge factor in how healthy a person is is if they have boundaries or not absolutely yeah absolutely so for example, some of my boundaries, um, my friends have to basically be okay with me going home early. Um, and you know, because sometimes like people fall prey to peer pressure in those situations. And the people that I hang out with know that that's not cool with me. Um, so that's one example of a boundary. Another one, like my boyfriend, um, has it has to do with shoes like I can't if I wear high heels like he knows there's a limit <laughs> uh he knows there's a limit there's a time limit like a Cinderella effect um <laughs> so that's that's one um I don't do you have any example of boundaries uh yeah you know 
I, my Sundays are my day. Like my family and friends know not to bug me, mm. period. Um, and I take that day to like do whatever workout class I personally want to do, go to church and do all of that stuff. Mm. So that's a big one for me. And I don't know, I like my space. So like after eight o'clock, if people talk to me, they kind of know they're going to get the cold shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> but I know those are like a couple of big ones for me. And, um, you know, if you're like, hey, why don't you wear more than yoga pants? You usually get a dirty look because that's just my level of comfort. So <laughs> mm. um, not expecting too much out of that one. <laughs> it's probably like my biggest ones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, if you know that, like those hours of peace and connecting inside and whatever you're doing or just like zoning out on like Netflix, whatever it is, if that resets you and like gives you fuel that you can give back to like your clients hour after hour, like and not, you know, like take from your bank account, like your energy bank account, like that's I don't know, it's a win. So Actually, that brings me up to a one of our like, I, I think a really super practical tip, which is uh, <clears throat> just making a list of the things that stress you out and the things that bring you back to, um, it, you know, normal and happy and healthy. So first of all, if you have boundaries, like that's how you define your happiness, right? <laughs> yes. Um, and then secondly, if you know what throws you off and then um, and what brings you back, just make a list of that. And like, hopefully that equation is at zero at the end of the day. Right. Or you have more yeah. in the like the peaceful and happy column. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's well, and it's kind of funny, too, because it's like a lot of times. I always find like making that list of like, okay, here's a list of three boundaries. Here's a list of three things that can make me feel better about my boundaries. And a lot of times you'll probably get pushed back or like people not necessarily understanding. I, I know off the top of my head, you know, I had the in-laws over for a Thanksgiving holiday extravaganza mm -hmm. and you know, you're sitting there and it's like, yeah, you know, I'll be happy to host, have people at my house, but there's like, but you guys need to leave by this time, mm. period. And mm -hmm. so like the pushback is always going to be there just to like keep it out there. But at the end of it, it grows with respect and, you know, keeping that tank full for you or your energy yeah. optimal. Did you watch so. um, Sinner on Netflix or USA? network no i haven't no. um yeah I ted says know. yes <laughs> the pr producer <laughs> ted um yeah the in-laws well first of all it's an amazing show if you're like into true crime and kind of nail biters uh and jessica beale is a like in prison but she's like still attractive and like still real easy to look at um <laughs> and uh it, but there's like the first couple of like, I don't know, hours that you're watching it, <laughs> you're thinking, man, her in-laws are going to make her snap. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so, <laughs> um, I know like my mother had a, a contentious relationship with her in-laws. So 
Yeah, no, I, yeah, that's a big one. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. <laughs> um, all right. So, all right. I want to get, I, I want to kind of uh, make a dotted line here. Um, Katie, tell us about your, like your travel. Well, first of all, you just came back from like 10, 15 days in Ireland, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've also traveled in Ireland and tried to stay healthy. So like, let's talk about that. We don't have to bring up the holidays, but like we're kind of, you know, um, if, I mean, there's some holidays and travel where I just want to like not think about my health and I've like earned that right because I've spent so much time investing in my health. Right. That's fair. Oh yeah. Yeah. But (laughs) like, so that's not technically for this, but I've been international travel where I am at a point where like, Oh, I cannot let go of this progress. So mm-hmm. like, let's just, you know, talk about that audience. Just know that the, all this stuff is applicable to holiday travel as well. Right. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, some people might travel internationally for the holidays. We never know. Um, uh, but yeah. I always found, you know, whenever I do travel, I always do take a couple of days to just flat out enjoy, like enjoy the cuisine of the area that I'm in or the whiskey. Cause Mm. You know, that's what Ireland's for. Yeah. Um, but what I found like most interesting, especially with international travel is like, you know, preparation ahead of time. Uh, we found it really hard to find anywhere with fitness centers or leisure centers as they called it. Mm-hmm. And so like, I have a book bag and every single time I've been stopped every single time with it. Cause it has sliders and bands and any equipment I can in a book bag. I travel with bands for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere I go and I get stopped every single time. Um, but it's amazing what you can do just in a hotel room or you pull off to the side of the road and just enjoy it. And you don't lose the progress that you've been trying to maintain. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like if heavy weightlifting is part of it, like, no, you may not get the full volume that you were uh, previously used to, but you're also not sitting and doing nothing for the entire time that you're away. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a heavy weightlifter, like if heavy weightlifting is your thing, like you could get down with some like full maximal isometrics on travel. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Like that would, that's going to stimulate all kinds of neural, neural activity and like, um, yeah, probably be a good reset anyways, if that's your thing is like doing right. right. Like, um, yeah. Well, I tell people that all the time, I'm like, you know, you changing it up might actually be a really benefit for you for that week mm. and might bring out changes and progressions that you weren't expecting to see had you done something different. Mm. So, and then like you mentioned, like in our back and forth, like prepping for this, uh, Mm the, like the actual stress of travel. Yes. Like what? Yeah. So how do you define that? Uh, well, so take this last trip for instance, um, cause I've done a, a couple of long ones where I specifically travel for information and blogging of this stuff. But so for this one, we, you know, wake up at, 5 a.m., had to drive to Chicago, which is about a three-hour drive, so that's not bad, but still. An eight-hour international flight that was overnight. Our flight was delayed, so we're sitting in an airport for eight hours. And so through that, by the time you get to Ireland, 
it's the next day and you want to get on with it. So basically you get zero to maybe three hours of sleep. Yeah. And you know, that's such an important factor. And with time change, it's just inevitably going to mess up that sleep pattern and that sleep cycle. And it's so valuable for health and any type of fitness that you have. Mm. Yeah. So are you one of those people that like a workout right after you arrive somewhere? I mean, I've, I've traveled with you technically because of Denver. That's true. And like, I, I mean like, like, okay. So audience, like in our hotel room in Denver, um, she had all kinds of gluten-free snacks, um, and hydration. I brought other kinds of hydration called wine. And then, (laughs) um, I mean, and it was very obvious to me that you like right after class, we were like, okay, you were like, I'm going to go work out for like two hours. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> um, I, yeah. And then I would work out. I, I'm a work, morning work workout person. But I mean, so it, are, if you touch down and you have um, accessible, if you have your bands or a gym, you'll will you go work out when you land or when you wake up in the morning? Uh, I will usually give myself a full night's sleep Mm -hmm. just because, you know, when you're tired, Mm -hmm. you, you increase your chances for risk of injuries and different things like that. So I do think that it's a very valuable thing to allow your body to have that full REM cycle and to sleep through it and kind of reset and establish a baseline before jumping into anything. Mm. Um, but with that being said, the first day of travel, I always do something active. Yeah. So whether that's a hike or make sure I'm walking around and um, not sitting on a tour bus or something. Mm, yeah. Um, okay. And then what? Um, so tracking and planning, reading labels. All these things like we touched on beforehand. So like, what do you, what, yeah. Tell me your tips. Um, so the one thing my, my husband went with me to Ireland. He hated me for this, hated me for this. Cause I had workout for every day that we were there or <laughs> a mountain to climb or something. And our idea of travel is very different, but that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Um, but before I even left, I kind of knew which cities we were going to be in at each day. And so I was able to say, okay, on Wednesday, we're going to climb Mount Irigal and then we're going to walk up to sleeve league and we're going to ixnay any band work. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. The next day we have five hours of traveling. So we're going to wake up and work with bands and we're going to get our butts moving because we have this long butt travel and kind of going through that. So as far as tracking and planning, like this is where, knowing your holiday and how you're going to, or your travel plans really sets in and, um, knowing your accommodations. And then I put in reading labels with this and my, my actual best example, it was after our RX exam. I drove out to, um, Arizona Colorado. from there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we went, I drove from Colorado to Arizona or just oh, to enjoy yeah. out West. Yeah. Yeah. And I blogged it. It was so much fun. And I found myself in the middle of nowhere except one gas station. And I'm pretty sure it didn't pump gas. Like it was just like tumbleweeds of rolling. I, nothing out there. <laughs> yeah. And the one thing 
they had were these little cocoa chips and it was just pure coconut with like cocoa powder on it. Okay. And those were the only two ingredients. And I was like, finally, something that's not a potato chip or something along that. (laughs) And, um, so it just made me realize like, you know, if you know how to search for these, um, specific things, even at gas stations and stuff, you can find, um, you know, decent things that aren't going to kill you when you're stuck in a car for nine hours or on a plane. And, you know, I always recommend taking a portable cooler or like a cloth cooler Mm -hmm. and I'll go to the store, find stuff to make sandwiches or something that I'm happy with, like lettuce and whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll have a picnic somewhere. <laughs> and that's like my go-to if I can't find anything healthy. So yeah. those are my like track plan. Make sure you know how to read your labels before you go. Um, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. See, yeah. Knowing how to read labels, that's a definitely like understanding, you know, that there's ingredients with like four syllables is probably not. on the healthy side uh foreign to the body side is what that is and um you know i I think uh just to touch on the ireland travel i actually made my last ireland trip a surfing trip and i was surfing in cold water for like three hours a day and i would have gone more but i would just suck and it just took too much out of me um (laughs) and um but oh my god like the the fish and chips or as they say the fee and chi like were (laughs) so amazing after that and I was like I deserve all the salt and like I know that's like not exactly what we preach but it really felt good like I yeah I mean so I sought out like a really fun active thing to do that I could get my alone time and my active time at the same at you know in in the same hit um I was also married at the time and my husband wasn't like into working out like I am and my ex and anyways so uh the point is um I don't know. I really enjoyed like getting that out of my trip and finding, you know, even if I, if we were going to go to the whiskey tasting, tasting, like I could, you know, do a little hike before then, or, you know, there's like, you can walk in a lot of places in those little towns. And even though the roads are really small, I mean, people still, <laughs> like they move out of the way there's- for you, you know what I mean? Like, they're so small. <laughs> yeah, they're so small. There's two sizes. It's highway and one lane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the people get out of the way, but the sheep don't. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, I love the free range there, man. It's awesome. Yeah, I will say the lamb was top notch there for sure. It is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, so amazing. Um anyways, all right. So all right, that was a good um, I'd say, I think to wrap this up, all right, let's get, um, uh, we have um, some holiday tips, which is reading labels, know how to read labels before you go, track and plan, um, meaning like, you know, people that are in the keto will be really good at this, like they'll save all their, you know, calories for one or two meals, like that can work. 
Um, or, you know, people that are on Weight Watchers, like know how to like track stuff. So adopting some kind of system from, you know, like that might help some people. Um, and not everyone, but I, you know, for me, one of my main like holiday, I have to is if I'm drinking alcohol, I have to go like a one-to-one with water. And um, I, so that, you know, that's another thing. Like that's a general thing I do, but definitely during the holidays, like if you're concerned about a lack of sleep and going to work the next morning after like a Wednesday happy hour holiday thing, like just hydrate. Uh, I mean, that's like one of the most basic things you can do. Um, another one is this is, uh, there's now these two, the next two I want to get out is, um, their mindset things. And I, the, okay. So this phrase is get to instead of have to. So, um, does that make sense to you? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you get to do something, it's because you've put in the work to make it make any type of stress where we started this conversation stress right make any right. type of stress like acceptable for your body whether that be right. chemical physical emotional mental whatever um so it's like you came to the game ready you're prepared you're ready uh anything that it can throw at you stress wise you get to recover from it you get to feel not guilty about it and then there's like have to where um i've definitely fallen into this trap i'm a problematically i've had a lot of have to problems because <laughs> <laughs> i overcommit and yeah i don't know um so but when it comes to social stuff i you know now i know like that's not for me so it's just a mindset tool uh get to instead of have to if you feel like you have to do it have a drink leave like it ain't worth it because the have to's aren't gonna, I don't know. There's no magical like yellow brick road at the end of those. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then the other thing, uh, scale your workouts appropriately. Can you touch on that? And then I think we've hit yeah. all our points. Um, so, you know, you, we kind of talk about this from a travel standpoint and a holiday and stress standpoint. Um, but working out is a stress on the body, eating poorly when you're, especially when you're not used to it as a stress on the body, drinking alcohol is a stress and then emotional and all of that is added to it. So when we talk about scaling workouts appropriately, if you know that you're under these like different areas of stress and maybe it's more than what you're used to, you know, maybe tone down or, you know, take a step back from your hardcore workouts, maybe do something a little bit more moderate or slower, um, and make sure 100% that it's mindful movement. It's not just going through the motions because you have to hurry up and get to your next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a, peop- a lot of people fall on that where it's just like, Oh, I hurt myself cause I was rushing cause I had to get to Joe's house or whatever. Um, oh, or like the classic, like carrying too many grocery bags. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you know, it's coming shoveling season here. Oh, sure. So like, that's another big one is like, oh, I was shoveling my driveway. And it's like, this happens every year. You guys like, 
these are still very big stressors and things that you have to um, put into consideration when you're planning your workout. And, you know, that's when it truly helps to have a professional kind of guide you through that or maybe even set something up for you um, to help you micromanage that. Yeah. And I, I would just add to that, like, if you do a workout, like a cardio workout, and within like an hour or after that, you feel grumpy or tired, um, that workout was too much. Because you actually, I don't think you should feel like that. I mean, based on what I know, and what I've been through with my clients and my body, that if you feel sluggish two, three hours after a workout, that's bad. And that was too much. It was too much of a stressor. So um, yeah, if that happens, like, you know, just know that like, sometimes you can't do the same workout or add to that workout that you did on December 1st that you did on December 20th. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it, it is kind of funny, too, because like, and I know this is like a really small part of this, because I know people like to mask that with caffeine and like the pre workout stuff. And it's amazing how if you take that out of it, that your overtraining is actually neglecting you or keeping you from the goals that you're setting. So, oh, for sure. Like keeping that part in mind with, yeah, like you overtraining's said, overtraining big around here. Yeah. Am I, am I, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. It's like, it's like we have the opposite problem as some of the country. It's like people do too much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, anyways, so I think, you know, you guys just flip the script make your holiday fun by defining your boundaries. I think that was a big theme and understanding like what type of stress is going into your body and what, yeah. You got anything to add? Uh, no, I mean, that's the biggest thing. Cause I, I really feel like, you know, once you establish boundaries and you can understand what stress does to them, like having boundaries can eliminate stress which can eliminate the emotional eating, which can eliminate stress of trying to get back in the gym, which all mm -hmm. of, it's just the big ripple effect all the mm -hmm. way down the line. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, that's, that's good. Um, yeah. So I think people are, uh, will find this helpful and that, Absolutely. you know, if they make two good decisions instead of four, that's good. That's fine. It don't beat yourself up guys. Like it's, it's still about having fun. It's still about joy um, and plan ahead for myself. Like I'm more in the like the grieving circle of the holidays and it doesn't I'm not quite a, like attuned to like the joy and the happiness of the season. And uh, one of the things that really helps me is exercise. And like this Friday, I have one of my best friends. We're going to happy hour spin class. Um, and just those little things and just, I don't know, uh, it, it, it's the thing that keeps me going and keeps me happy during the holiday season because, you know, some of us just don't have that. And, um, but I'm, I'm determined it's going to be a good one and I'm going to come out really healthy and focused and I don't know, like maybe I'll already be think you know, I'm already thinking about January and like how much I'm going to achieve. So I don't, I hope that for you too. And, um, I don't know, Katie, will you guys get, do you guys get like snowy Christmases there? 
Yeah, we've already had snow this year. It's <laughs> yeah. cold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're uh, we're anxious to see what it's going to be like. Uh, <laughs> we have a pretty easy Christmas coming up this year though, so. All right. Well, I appreciate you and I'm sure all your clients do too, appropriately Thank kicking you. their butt at boot camp and putting <laughs> them back together for <laughs> MAT. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyways, all right. Well, it was great to have you on again and I can't wait to do it again. Yes. Thank you so much. All that right. Was a blast. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and comment, like, dislike. Just give me some feedback on Facebook and Instagram at impact underscore your underscore fitness.